Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.34 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now on a game day at Rogers Place. The Edmonton Oilers, the Philadelphia Flyers. There still are some tickets available for tonight's game. Oilers now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse. Go down and see Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor at Roos Chris and tell them Oilers now sent you Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Mark Spector is just making his way up the elevator as we speak, which will buy us time to get into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your t- order is done on time, every time. Elite promotional marketing. Without further ado, back at the 630 Jet Studios, here's the rising young gun himself, Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Six games in the NHL tonight. Only one other Canadian team in action as Toronto visits the Washington Capitals. Now, Washington is starting goaltender Ilya Samsonov over a healthy Braden Holtby, who, frankly, he has outperformed this season. But head coach Todd Reardon insists there's no controversy there. We will see. He went one pick before Evan Bouchard. Now Rangers prospect Vitaly Kravstov is considering a return to the KHL. He's yet to uh, make an NHL appearance. Uh, Devils assistant GM Tom Fitzgerald is joining head coach John Hines on the bench as an assistant and was already on the ice for practice this morning. Reports say it's unclear whether that means that John is on, or Hines rather, is on the hot seat. Or what do not. you think? Come on, man. Yeah. The assistant GM comes out of the uh, uh, manager's uh, box and comes down and joins your team on the ice as an assistant coach when your team's 0-4-2 to start the year. Hello. TikTok. That's exactly right. Uh, Blue Jackets coach John Tortorella had some skin cancer removed from his forehead this week according to Aaron Port's line of The Athletic. Not expected to miss any time from the team, though. The Bakersfield Condors knocked off the division-leading Stockton Heat 6-2 on the road last night. Kyler Yamamoto continued his hot start to the season with a two-point night. He's up to five points in four games. They do have a rematch against the Heat in Bakersfield on Saturday. The Edmonton Oil Kings are off until Friday when they get a road date with Red Deer, but rookie forward Dylan Gunther was selected to Canada's U-17 roster for the World Under-17 Championship in Medicine hat and swift current in november and the number one ranked u of a golden bears get a home and home with mount royal this weekend it kicks off on friday at the claire drake all right uh specs just about ready to go here thank you very much mr escott yes connor yamamoto four one and five in the season and i'd be completely happy if connor got in another 20 to 25 games and maybe got a recall at some point halfway through the year 
where he had, say, 15 goals and 25 points in 25 games, something like that. So he's percolating a bit. We're going to bring Mark Spector aboard, Stoffer Inspector. Normally every Tuesday, special thanks again to Brian Lawton uh, for flipping because Speck was in his favorite U.S. city, Chicago, and uh, flew back yesterday during the course of the show. Flying home yesterday from yes, Chicago. Yes, and uh, we will tell you that uh, Spector and Stoffer brought you uh, twice a week on orders now by our friends from Horse Racing Albert. Again, live racing Friday nights and Sunday days out at uh, Century Mile. Speck, how you doing? Oh, pretty good, Bobby. Now, is this going to be a regular occurrence where you're going to be joining us on the road? or? Yeah, I'm uh, traveling a whole bunch. I've got every trip almost set for like one between now and the New Year's. So they're traveling me like I'm a young man, Bob. Well, where's where's the credit card? On the, you conveniently uh, you sent me a photo of the steak you had Saturday night in New York City, and I texted you around 5 o'clock steak. on Sunday and said, hey, where are we? I, I, won't tell, I won't tell you where I was, but I was... Um, let's just say that uh, a couple guys who are in the uh, booze business in Chicago. It, well, they had an event in Chicago. Oh, and they should have told me they, that. They wanted to invite a couple of experienced uh, guys. That uh, a couple of hard drinkers. Oh, that's not. Can't believe my phone didn't ring. Yeah. Well. Uh, anyhow. That's uh, yeah. Good all, trip. All, uh, yeah. Fun. Fun. Two good cities. New York, Chicago. But fun hockey team to follow. And, that, right and, now, and let's talk about that right now for our listeners. Like we're having a little bit of fun on the travel stuff. But the fact of the matter is, the Oilers are five and one. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sense we are not in the room, and that's established. That's a very important thing. But I'm sensing, Mark, that there is a different feel with this year's team. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think that. You know, one of the things I've heard a couple guys say now is the newcomers. James Neal said it again today that when he came to this team, one of the things, I don't know where he heard this from, but he had heard that it's a fairly quiet dressing room. Right. They're younger guys that don't either have the right thing to say or don't want to say it. Or the guy, you know, for instance, the, the veteran most oiler is Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who's just naturally a quiet person. He's not a rah-rah guy, Nuge, right? Like we both know. Mark, it's well. a different generation. They, got, a their, different they generation. got their heads in their phones half well, the time. Sure, and... But not in the room they don't. But the point would be that a guy like James Neal, who has come in here, and now I'm hearing that he's very vocal and he says the right thing and he makes people laugh. And so we said to him today, Matheson, Jim Matheson and I, uh, someone said, do you always think about what you say before you say it in the room? And Neil laughed. He said, if I did, I probably wouldn't have played for so many teams in my career. <laughs> so the point is, there's a loose guy. He's willing to have a joke with the media. He's probably having 10 times more jokes with his friends uh, or his teammates. And, of course, the bottom line are the W's, Bob. It's hard to tell jokes, right, if yeah. you're one in five. Well, it's funny because, uh, you know, after Neil scored the uh, four goals, uh, there was much consternation in Calgary, and there were a couple guys that took pretty in the media that took significant runs again at Neil. I just, I, I think, you know what? If you're around players and you're privileged in these roles, and maybe, maybe I'm in a little bit different situation because I'm on the plane with them and traveling with them, but I don't want to see anybody not. You know, when they leave the orders, I, I want to see guys be successful. Well, sure. I'm not cheering against guys. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like if you're that type of guy that you know you're in a relationship with somebody, it comes to an end, and you know, yeah, wish him well, shake you, hands, you, and move on. Exactly, here, right? you wish him well and shake hands, and that's kind of okay. the way it should be here. And so, in Neil's case, we heard some things in Calgary, and you know, I'm gonna go back to what you know I, I talked to Derek Ryan and. It, figure it out. You know, he said to me, Bob, three players came over from Carolina. Where did the coach come from? 
right? Sure. And so the coach had history with us, you know, and, and so maybe our situation was a little bit different than James. And people should keep that in consideration before well, before they judge because it's not always e- – and, you know, Neil comes in, he's thinking he's going to be on their first line, and Elias Lindholm ends up in their first line 10 games in a year. He, Neil had had the long postseason two years in a row going to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Bottom line, for Neil, it didn't work in Calgary, and he comes to Edmonton. He's not on the first unit power play in Calgary. He's on a better power play now. He's in a coveted spot. The net front presence on a team with McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins. Pretty good. Uh, and he's got elite hands. If right. you watch that goal he scored in Chicago, uh, you know yeah. that puck is in the roof of the net. Not yes. just going somewhere glove side. It's going where goal scorers put it. He's a goal scorer. The the tip he made, I think it was against, was it against uh, Jersey? Yeah. On the Nugent Hopkins shot. I mean, Nugent Hopkins absolutely wires that wrist shot, which is starting to look better and better from about 15 feet out, and somehow Neil gets a stick on it. I mean, that, that's elite. It's become it's become a really intriguing story, right? Yeah, because, sure it is. And again, no one's... Back, man. He's and, got it back. And no one's... I, I, I think I can put it this way. On this show, we're not going to cheer against Milan Lucic. No Je- one's cheering against Milan Lucic. I just pick up the stat sheet, and I, can, I don't have to... I'm not cheering against anyone. I'd love to see Milan Lucic get eight goals, too. But the stat sheet reads, I believe, zero points at this point. Yes. So that's not some, you know, when you report that Neil has eight goals and Lucic has no points, that's not anyone cheering for anyone. That's the stats, man. Right. Facts hurt yeah. sometimes, or sometimes they feel good. Depends what side of them you're on. Do you think Calgary thought he could bounce back like this, Neil? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to say no. 5% shooting percentage spec last year. Like, he's not going to continue shooting in the 30s, which no. are where he's at right, right now. But he's a career 12% shooter. So let's just put it this way. So he he dropped by 7% last year. Is it out of the realm of possibility that he makes up that 7% on his career average this year and shoots 19 or 20% if he's the net front on the Oilers' power play? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I think the Flames would have looked at their situation, and and Brad Tree leaving would have said, you know, I I don't have – this isn't working. With it's this not player. working here, and I don't have the centerman for this guy. If we're going to play Lindholm with Monahan and Goodrill, yep. Uh, my next best centerman is Michael Backlund, and he's playing with Kachuk and, and Foley. And he's got two guys that I love that line down there. Yep. So now all of a sudden, I got a third line guy who's making six million, and I won't lie. I think a lot of what we heard out of Calgary was that that Neil wasn't a great, you know, influence, and he wasn't a happy guy. Of course, he's not. He's a 20-goal guy. And when you got him on the third line and, and he's not in the first power play unit, yeah, he's going to be PO'd a lot of the time, and you probably don't want that guy in your room every day. I'm right. here to tell you. So get him out, put him in a place where he's finding success. Everyone in Edmonton loves him, and his game's going great, and he's getting opportunity every night. Well, and he has had, I mean, I, I just back to the power play numbers. I mean, last I forget who tweeted it out. Somebody did. Maybe it was Jonathan Willis, one of those heavy analytics guys. But, he spent less than 17 minutes last year with their first power play unit. Right. He's probably already spent that time already in Edmonton, and he's leading the league in power play goals with six power play goals. Yeah. Like, Mark, he had the year he got 40 in Pittsburgh. I think he had 18 or 19 power play goals. Okay. And I got news for you. Like, we're six games in a year, and he's got six. If he stays on that power play unit with those guys... I think you're right, Bob. Realistically, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that he finishes with 15 to, say, 18 power play goals this year. Uh, just be- sure. just because of the personnel that he's yep. on the ice with. Oh, hey, come on. Uh, we- we've watched it so far. It seems to go McDavid, Dreisaitl, Neil. 
you know, right. which is which is the left side of the ice to the right side of the ice, back to Neil at the left corner of the net. And that seems to be working here. So, yeah, teams will start to defend this. People will start to realize that, that the power plays are ending on Neil's stick. So that's going to change. Yeah. Uh, and then someone else will start scoring some goals. So it works, man. It's working. There's no need to dissect it. It's working. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about the influence of another former Calgary Flame that's coming to lineup and giving the Oilers some juice. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Specter and Stauffer live from Rogers Place for the horses in horse racing Alberta on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Shack. Real good guys to deal with Oscar Clefbaum. They're only like you could create cheese on them. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Anyway, anyhow, welcome back. He'd be everybody. a lousy sports writer, Bob. Think so? Oscar would be a lousy he sports writer. He doesn't have. He clearly doesn't, doesn't drink enough beer. Doesn't okay. eat enough food late at night. Yeah, yeah. We know we're on the air. Thank you. We're just having a little bit of fun. It's twelve forty-nine. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Uh, hey, you know what? We just wrapped up. Spec, thank you for coming. You were part of our Oilers now, Roadie. Yes, it in, was fun in New York City, and we've got two second-half trips: one in Tampa Bay, one in Chicago. You can uh, come to uh, Tampa Bay. It includes uh, the game and a five-night Caribbean cruise. Packages include lower bowl game tickets. We're going to have some welcome receptions. And uh, for the orders now, Chicago and Tampa Bay trips, call New West Travel at 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. I can recall yes, when the Penguins played the Flyers and Philadelphia won the series. What this, year are we talking? Oh, Give me a decade, Bob. 12 or 13. Year 12 or 13. James Neal. Was going, I think he knocked Couturier at one point, and they had some. Crosby had just come back from the concussion issues, okay. and Giroux and Crosby were going at it. That's and, a good rivalry. And, and it was nasty. It was nasty, nasty hockey. Hi, Andre. How you doing? It looks like Andre's dropping some bucks off for us, so that's always a good thing. No, there now you, you got to read them. Oh, is that is, is that? <laughs> that's a problem here. Do you want Do you want me to edit? Is that okay? <laughs> hey, honey, guess what I'm doing tonight when we get home? Uh, anyhow, well, listen, Neil's a one thing you didn't know about Neil until you you know interviewed him and and seen him around. And I, I learned this when he was covering Vegas. I covered a series. He's a big guy. Like he's not just a sit in the perimeter and shoot the puck guy. He's big and strong. Yeah, he's you know, and he's had and some. He, and he gives it back. Like, oh, yeah, no, he you don't just cross check him and get away with it. He'll uh, give it back, which no, I no. like. And, and they have a, they have a, you know, with Cassian playing with McDavid and Drysaddle, there's that unpredictability there. And yeah. frankly, there's a little bit of unpredictability yeah, sure. in James Neal as well. So it's an intriguing thing. All right, the other guy from the Flames organization that's come in. Mike Smith signing a one-year deal. It's a bonus stop. He could make as much, I think, as $4 million if if he ended up playing a ton. Yeah. $3 million. I've got him penciled in, just so you know, on the Bob Stoffer schematic at $3 million. So however many games that is. Okay. Four starts. Um, 
yes, I know he gave away, he had a couple misplays against L.A., but he battled in that game and didn't give up the goal that killed him, and Edmonton came back. Yep. It's hard not to like what we've seen out of him. took responsibility in the second goal against against Chicago, which I don't necessarily blame him for. He, yeah. You know, Connor McDavid would say, hey, I got well, to – He gave the puck away center, away the, and then Smith kind of got caught. Caught no man's land in person, yeah. got walked wide. So where I'm going with this, Mark, here is we goaltending was a huge question mark. We're six games into the season. Guess what? It hasn't been an issue. No, it hasn't been an issue. That's huge. That, to me, was the number one question mark for this team. And, and you know – I, I don't want to be the negative guy, but a lot of that question mark lied around Mike Smith's ability to make it through a season healthy. So, And that's fair. So what we've got here, the, the first part of that question is good news for the Oilers. When he's healthy, he can play, right? We've seen a guy that can play. He held him in against Chicago. He did all. He's, he's played very well. And Koskinen's been excellent too. So, so, so far, so good on the goaltending front. I think everything is going to be further tested. They're going to face tougher opponents. Uh, our second, the second injury of any type of you know relevance has happened here with Nygaard being out two to four weeks with a rib injury. Uh, Larson, of course, on the shelf. That's going to test this team, Bob. Um, you know, right now it's been pretty smooth sailing, and they've done a great job. They're five and one. The waters are going to get choppy, and good teams make it through those choppy waters. And that's you know, I'm not saying the orders won't, but I am saying the waters are going to get choppier than they are right now. So the iambic pentameter that uh, we roll with for wow. the coach, he's got the same voice every day. Hmm. Never up, never down. Yeah. We know that same sort of tone is being deployed in the room as well. Does that help them get through choppy times when you got a coach that's, you know, he's played as many games as he has in the NH. He yeah, seems to have a real good way of communicating. Yeah, his strength, his strength certainly in Arizona where he didn't really have any stars or very few stars. His strength was building a tough team to play against with a bunch of guys that, you know, aren't making $7 million, right? Those the Coyotes teams, they didn't succeed that well because they didn't have enough talent, frankly. But they sure were tough to play against and they beat the Orders for fun a lot of nights in a row, didn't they? Uh, so I think that's what he brings here is he says, you know, we're going to so we lose Larson. We'll figure it out. So we lose Nygaard. We've got other guys here. We're giving Chase on a chance tonight. And that's he has that attitude that, you know, he gives everybody sort of a responsibility and everyone has a task. And if one guy goes down, we've got enough guys to make up for it. Penalty killing. Yeah, best in the league. When did you, when did you able to say that? They were, I can tell you exactly when. They were second in the NHL in November of 2016. Guess who got sent down? I don't remember. A uh, dedicated... Lander. Lander, <laughs> a dedicated penalty killer. Not a great five-on-five player, right? Was right. not a, not an NHL player, but he was a good penalty killer. Yeah. And is, so the question I have for you, how much of this is the system, the coaching? How much of this is goaltending? And how much hmm. of this is having dedicated guys that uh, embrace their role? on the team in terms of Yeah, I think penalties. that's, to me, the main thing. Like, just for instance, Connor McDavid isn't killing penalties. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl is only out there when they really need a draw one. Um, but they do. they got a bunch of guys like Granlin and Nygaard and Sheehan and Kara, and those guys, have, that's their gig. It's their job. And that's where they make their best contribution to the game. And and this is inclusion, right? This is including all 12 forwards into the game. So this is a sports show. You just dropped an inclusion. Yeah, on. right. This is what a good coach does. You don't have you know, this team in the past has just been all about the young stars, whoever they were that day. And this this club under Tippett isn't like that. 
I'm building a team. Yeah, he's building a team, right. So, you know, I'll tell you, uh, like the five-on-three that opened up the game in Chicago, that was about goaltending. Mike Smith made three absolute unbelievable saves yeah. in the Blackhawks to keep it at a 0-0 game. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they've also really – they've only given up one power play goal here in six games. That's a – I don't care who you are or where you stand. That's a good number. Mark, the numbers are simple because they've had the exact same amount of power plays as PKs. They're 19 of 20 killing penalties, and they're 8 of 20 on the power play. Yeah, that's the biggest reason why they're 5-1. and one. Right. All right, so can they be a 42-45 to 45 win team? Well, injuries have a lot to do with that. Okay. So if they, do, okay, if they don't lose any of the big nuts, any of the well, big horses. If they don't. <laughs> You know, Tippett's not Because I think their structure is going to improve in time. I oh, think for sure. They're, I think the defensemen are going to get better at hitting that uh, middle zone breakout play. Like, guys like Bear can execute that right now. Yeah. And he's been quite the revelation. Yeah, he's been very good. Right? But uh, I do think their overall structure, their team play is going to improve under Dave. Yes. I, I don't think their special teams are going to continue at this ridiculous pace. No, they cannot. As a rule of thumb, if you're at a combined 135... Uh, I don't even think the 1976-77 Canadians were at a combined 135 yeah. for a power play and PK. So Yeah, no, that's a little bit high. What's the number you want, like 120? 120 would be amazing. Would be amazing, yeah. Yeah, like realistically, probably 110 would be pretty if good. You go, yeah, if you want to go, yeah, if you go 90 and 20, you're doing pretty well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, no one went 90 last year. Last year was a, the highest penalty-killing team in the league was like 86 or 85% last year. Okay. So... Anyhow, it's uh, it, it's been an interesting start. When we come back in Oilers now, uh, as it is 12.57 in Edmonton, we are going to hit on Carter Hart. Yes. And talk about the challenges of being a 21-year-old goaltender in the National Hockey League. And is this guy finally the answer for the Flyers? We'll talk about how dangerous Philadelphia is. And, uh, and also, we're going to take a little bit of a trip down memory lane on Ted Green as well. This is Oilers Now, live on a game night again. There are tickets available. The Oilers and the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, visit uh, Ticketmaster as well as EdmontonOilers.com for more information. Right now, though, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.